Hey, hello, I'm Ange Miller, artist and passionate creative. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to my podcast. It is my joy and passion to remind you of your unique creative value and voice and empower you to your creative unfurling. Because now more than ever, we need to spread a creative contagion that lifts us to our feet, beckons us to spread our wings. The thermals are calling. So whether you feel ready or not, this is what you're built for, my friend, because you are actually the art. Well, hello there. This is episode five, and I did have a little bit of a gap between uh, the last episode and this one, and it's interesting because I'm going to talk a bit about that. and. I hope that there's something that you can apply uh, to your current position if you're feeling blocked in any way. And it's funny, (laughs) the last episode that I recorded, I have just come in and deleted all of it without even listening to it. This is me forging my path forward after being blocked for, hmm, four weeks, is it? (laughs) And it's not like I did it on purpose because every Sunday I usually wake up early and, you know, come in and record something that I may have written notes for during the week. Just every time I think of another point or, or pick up on a quote or something, I'll come in and write it down on the page. But yeah, this this particular episode that blocked me was going to be on the Instagram algorithm and how to how to think about it, how to think about your account when it's not feeling effective. You know, when you feel like your posts aren't getting seen, your account might be either not growing or going backwards. And as much as we want to focus on you know, not worrying about followers and just keeping this authentic expression. It is difficult because you want to have an effect, right? That's what this is all about. It's it's about having an effect. And we can use art, we can use creativity to, you know, to really, to see ourselves better, to see the, the issues that we're having just in our mindset and consciousness and, and work on that in, a, in an effective way. But that's kind of not the whole picture because to have a voice and for that to be heard, that's the whole picture. For, for someone else to receive effectively what you're saying, what you're speaking uh, and having, you know, that chance to give feedback and appreciate or whatever, that's the whole picture because I think what we're trying to do is speak in a lot of ways and if we're not really practised at art, then we are practising speaking we're practicing articulating and really 
growing confident in our own language, discovering what that language even is, and then learning how to speak it out. So there is some value, I think, in just unpacking what's going on with Instagram algorithm. And if you've been following my account, you'll know that I was really frustrated about four weeks ago and was even considering (laughs) deleting my account and starting again. And the idea of that was kind of thrilling to me. I thought, would I dare do that? (laughs) I was sitting on 83,000 followers who, the bulk of which are not really seeing my posts. (laughs) Uh, And seeing how the playing field is quite level, you know, probably more than ever. So smaller accounts are getting a lot of as much traction as larger accounts, depending on the, the reception to the post. So if it's something that's high quality value, then it's getting just as much um, exposure as someone with a larger account. So that's that's kind of encouraging. And I was, yeah, that was part of the reason why I was thinking, oh, maybe I should just just <laughs> delete this whole thing and start again. And that would be kind of an exciting challenge, I think, to to see whether everything I've learned in this journey of, of um, showing up on social media would, you know, would result in uh, a a faster growth. That's basically what I'm trying to say. And put me in contact with a whole lot of new people that I may not have had a chance to come into contact with previously. So yeah, could do it, but I'm glad I didn't. And and this is why. And I think <laughs> I had all these points and, but do you know, I just feel... I feel like I need to have a bit of a ramble first. <laughs> and this is what this is what I do if I'm feeling a little bit blocked, a little bit resistant in my creativity. That's when I know I must just come in with no expectation and just wander. That's really what I'm needing most of all. So that's kind of what I'm going to do here. And I possibly will present all those thought out points and, and you know, <laughs> that scheduled chat about Instagram. But right now I just want to wander. And so whatever comes out, I hope it's helpful. Um, I think there is a lot that does come out when I'm working intuitively like this that I may not arrive at any other way. So hopefully it's that. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for your patience. If you've been waiting for this episode, (laughs) I'm going to try not to let it go so long in between episodes because I know that continuity grows things and that's beautiful. And I want to lean into that. So back to four weeks ago, uh, my Instagram following number was just consistently dropping I was getting quite low engagement on my posts. I was trying to do reels and things like that. And I do notice there are certain posts that tend to do better than others. And I think what it is now is that you've got to 
consistently, uh, yeah, give value consistently in terms of vulnerability and, yeah, just adding value to whoever is watching. And how do us artists do that best? It's with sharing our process. And I notice that when we share process, you are giving people value that is actually difficult to put into words because that's the whole reason why we paint. There's that quote that says artists give something, give people something they didn't know they were missing. And I think that's because art process gives us something that we don't know we're missing. Well, we kind of get an idea that we are missing it now that we know it so well. (laughs) But in every new process, you know, every new hour spent with our work, there's something new to pick up on. There's something being refined and processed, not only in our art, but also in our heart. And this is where, you know, (laughs) you are the art. You are being processed and that is powerful. That's what we need more than ever because a processed, mature person is going to make not only breathtakingly awesome, show-stopping art but also be showing up so much better confidently with purpose and clarity in your life as well. And can you imagine what that will bring to your relationships? What difference that makes to the people who rely on you, who are influenced by you in your closest circles, whether that's your family, your children, um, your parents, everyone. Everyone is, is deeply influenced by somebody who is coming alive. And if you practice coming alive, practice coming alive, make that your your waking thought make it a habit to think I want to stay awake today I don't want to go to sleep to distraction or you know the pressures and things that sneak in this is what I've been thinking recently especially in the last week that you know there's just so much distraction and we can only combat combat this distraction with intention and following through on those intentions. So really, you know, leaning into intentions that are placing value back on the purity of your consciousness, not being manipulated, not being intimidated. This is where our power is going to come from, our, our best expression whether it's in art or our life, is going to come from intentionally staying awake, not going to sleep with distractions or fear. Yeah, so (laughs) when I apply all this to the way that I'm showing up on Instagram with the idea that I want to improve my relationship with those who I have influence on, you know, those who I'm coming into contact with, Anyone who is seeing my posts or coming over to my account, I want to have something to say and something to give that might be 
like I said, difficult to put into words. It's just something. It's something that hits you. So, yeah, I guess, you know, I've I've thought a bit harder about what makes me different to other artists. How am I different? What What else have I got that other accounts may not have? I know that um, vulnerability is a big one because it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult to be vulnerable. And I, I do try to be vulnerable as much as possible because I think that that is just a, that's a bridge straight away. That's a connection point straight away to the deepest part of people um, when they can, if whether they are not relating essentially with what you're saying, they can at least relate with that, with, with your plight, with that idea that you're struggling with something and you're speaking about it and that is brave. You know, people can, re- can find a relating point somewhere amongst that, whatever you're putting out. You know what I mean? So vulnerability as well is such a good habit to get into because you actually become more fearless. The more you resist being vulnerable, the more fear and anxiety you're going to habitually, you know, see popping up. So it does take practice and it takes a certain kind of discipline. So whenever I'm sharing something, I want to check, like, is there anything else below this? Is there anything else underneath this that I can share about? Sometimes it's just about like, here's what I'm doing, you know, and that's okay too. I don't think it has to be all super deep, you know, poignant information all the time, but just being ready to add those things when they come up. I think too, that just looking at the accounts that you are connected to is a big one. Like, you know, I realized I have a list of everyone who followed me. You know, you think that you're detached if the algorithm loses your posts to them, to the people who have followed you. And I know that's, that's really frustrating for people to, pardon me, to see something that they love and then just not hear from you again. (laughs) That's frustrating. And I feel frustrated that I've followed accounts that I'm not seeing the work that they're putting out. You know, we've become disconnected because of the algorithm, but we have actual lists at the top of your, the top of your feed, um, on your, you know, where you can see your feed, you can look at, you know, your follower number, just tap on that and you can actually see all the accounts come up. You know, and I know a lot of those are private accounts that you just can't really reach this way, but all the accounts that aren't private, um, just practice for five minutes once a day or whatever. If you really want to get back in touch with these people, just hit like go through and just hit their accounts and and just engage with their posts. See if they're onto anything that that inspires you or that you have something to comment on. How can you um, give value to them? Is there something that you could encourage them on? 
or suggest something that might help. Uh, yeah, cur- encouraging words go a long way. And even, you know, reconnecting with the people that you've followed too, because the more that you interact with their posts, they'll come back into your feed, you know, like you you kind of get the algorithm working for you a little bit. And I know you would have to do this a lot, for, <laughs> especially if you've got, you know, 83,000 people on your list, but smaller lists, certainly you could go through and reconnect with people. And I think keeping in mind that the object is not this whole big number, the object is searching for people to connect with. So these people who have chosen to follow you have for some reason felt something about your account and not wanted to lose you and committed, you know, by pressing that follow button. So go looking for them again. (laughs) Go, you know, just I, I wouldn't suggest being super like scheduling about it and working through methodically unless you're that kind of person that really enjoys doing that. But just, you know, just think, who can I, who can I find? Who can I search for? Let's have a look and just go searching um, with this intent to connect kind of randomly, which is a little bit exciting, don't you think? Yeah, so I started doing that. And I also committed to, loosely committed, (laughs) if if that's, can you say that? (laughs) So I loosely committed to one post and one reel per day. So reels can be either, you know, the lip syncing kind of meme style reel where you're uh, finding a way to relate that that real that um that idea to your own brand what you stand for and what you want to say so I really enjoy doing those because it it kind of gives my inner nut a a chance to come out and (laughs) like just yeah be a little bit silly um practice my acting skills, <laughs> lip syncing. There's something quite rewarding about that, about getting it right. And to be honest, those aren't my highest rating reels, but I do it for fun. And I think that that's an interesting thing. If someone is visiting my account, that's an interesting way of saying what you're about. You know, it's communication and in a fun way. So um, that's another point too, that just don't think that every single post has to be high engagement. Some of these posts can just be like beautiful signposts about what you stand for or something important that you want people to see if they come to your feed, you know? And so it doesn't have to be this this hit-on piece of um, super engaging social media it can just be something that you want to include in your bigger picture if people come over to your feed so think about it like that that too and I think um, the way that you think about your feed is really important like what are you wanting from this 
are you wanting to impress? Like, are you working on a big presentation? Because that is probably going to lead to a lot of anxiety. And if you're having trouble with this, if you're feeling anxious about posting and sharing on social media, then I I strongly urge you to spend some time. I would write about it because writing is really high quality thought processing. Just spend some time writing about your thoughts to do with your social media sharing. What is it about? What's your motive? And keep checking your motive because it can default back to fear if, if you're not just being intentional about it. So for instance, coming back to this idea that your feed is this presentation that you want to be super impressive to people. That's high stress. And if you're practiced at your social media skills and you're, you know, confident with it, then that's fine. Go right ahead with that because chances are you're not going to be having anxiety about it. But if you are having anxiety about it and you get, you know, you get frozen every time you want to share something and you might go for days and days without posting because you have this, this freezing. Um, I would suggest, first of all, having a really good look at your motives. What's driving this ship? What are you doing here? What is this about for you? And if it's about measuring up and putting on an appearance and trying to impress people, trying to, trying to get your work seen, then I would, I would want to just, um, what's the word? Suggest, (laughs) just words like suggest. (laughs) That's what I forget. Um, I would want to just suggest gently that you need to move away from, yeah, that idea of a facade, that measuring up, because if there's nothing underneath that or you're not really alive in what's beneath that, then that's just a recipe for disaster. That's a dead end. You're hurtling towards a dead end and it's not really nourishing you. It's not creating authentic connections. There's no authentic path just beautifully unfurling from where you're standing right now and I don't want that for you that's no way to live so what we can do is bring your your social media sharing back to reality back to authenticity share from where you are right now and if you're feeling that freeze, you know, if you're feeling a lack of confidence, just talk about it. I dare you. I dare you to talk about where you are right now and be in it. Be vulnerable about it. Do you have any idea how powerful this is? Because not only are you going to, um, form deeper connections with the people that you're coming into contact with, you're also going to come alive in your journey on all facets, in all facets, on all levels. 
And that's brilliant. Like you don't don't want to not be doing that. That's growth and that's expansion. That's what I want for you because you are the art. So, yeah, have a look and see, am I am I present? Am I speaking from where I am right now? Is there any way that I could be more vulnerable? And I don't know what that looks like for you in your particular journey, but sharing your problems will, you know, unhinge that that big blocking door of of pride that has this idea that we've got to appear a certain way um otherwise all hope is lost yeah smash that down unhinge that (laughs) you unhinge that with with vulnerability and speaking with authenticity from where you are right now this is humility this is saying um where I am right now is valuable and and it's worth talking about because it's part of my journey. I think just seeing your whole feed, everything that you share as a journal that you're building rather than a big presentation. I know that this is hard because when you go looking at other people's accounts, you can be kind of intimidated. Like everything can look so grand and impressive and like beautiful graphics and uh, you know what I mean like really breathtaking presentation I see a lot of accounts doing that though that have very little engagement and just don't have any they don't have any life you know what I mean we are craving life we are craving craving some just said craving (laughs) craving something more dynamic than what we are currently aware of. And I think that's really what speaks. When you come to a feed and it it looks like it's alive and you want to look closer at things, you want to tap on the posts and say, ooh, what's this? What is this about? And you're creating all this intrigue. That is beautiful. And you only get that. You only become interesting by leaning into your your situation, every facet of it. Where are you right now? And be alive in that. Own that. Be present in that. That is valuable. It is beautiful beyond words. I want to encourage you to speak from that place, to know that place well. If, If you're having trouble speaking from it, you may not be fully aware of it for all the value that's there. So yeah, I would spend some time just really digging in your own consciousness about where you are right now. What do you believe about yourself where you are right now? What what are you wanting to share? What how are you wanting to come across to people? Are you wanting to just be this big impressive thing that you know that everybody praises um and that's okay like I totally understand that I'm not judging I don't want anyone to feel judged here because I've totally done that and that's something that I've got to keep on top of it's so worth it though it's so worth bringing yourself back 
grounding yourself by loving on where you are right now, paying that, you know, and that's going to increase value in other people and they won't forget about you. You know, when you increase value in others, you you get them um, upgrading their consciousness, their idea of, of what this is all about and who they are in it and being empowered in that. That's no small thing. And you can do that from whatever level you're on as long as you're vulnerable and you practice vulnerability, practice talking about it, practice delving deeper and um, speaking, like articulating it better, refining that expression. That's what this is all about. So I want you to take the focus off you being a commodity, like your, your account being a product. It's not, it's a process and it's so much more powerful as a process and it's inspiring of others to their process if you treat it as such. So if you think of, yeah, if you think of it more like a journal, a diary, this is where I'm up to, this is what I'm working on, this is what inspires me, this is what I love, um, this was an exciting thought or realisation, um, this is something I'd love to share because rah, 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 and yeah, just using it like you, you know how a diary can be something that helps you map your progression. That's powerful. Like to be able to see your progression is so powerful. So yeah, allowing it to to shift and change and grow organically to develop and evolve, becoming, you know, alive with with new looks. <laughs> Sometimes I've been frozen from posting just because my aesthetic changed. And I know that when I add this, this new stuff to my feed, that it's going to be a bit at, at odds with everything else that's there. And I can get a little bit caught up with curating my feed. Like I want everything to be, um, almost like it's a work of art. Like I want everything to look right together. And I think there's, you know, there's something to be said for that. But if that's going to stop you from posting, you know, if that's going to freeze you up, then that's the wrong way to think about it right now, you know. So come back to where you are right now. And if you are frozen up, then that is worth just doing some digging in and just saying, what is it? What am I doing here? Am I, am I worried about the way that I'm going to be seen or perceived? I'm trying to measure up. Or, you know, is it something else? And just come back to sharing where you are right now. And if that means that this next post is going to look like it's different to all your other posts, then so be it. <laughs> I think there's something beautiful about eclect eclectic, the, the eclectic look anyway. It's interesting. I was just driving, went to the beach with my girls the other day, and I saw this uh, this block of land that looked like it had been something at, you know, once upon a time, but this really eclectic garden with like, it had a, a, a date palm and, uh, some kind of rambling vines and things that looked more like an English cottage garden. 
and just different trees and things that all looked like they weren't supposed to be together. <laughs> if you were landscaping somebody's yard, you wouldn't put these things together, right? But the idea that I had when I looked at it was these things aren't supposed to be together. But as I kept looking, I just thought, this is fascinating. The, the juxtaposition of these different trees and plants is just intriguing me right now. Like, what is going on here? And I just loved it. This, this, this delight and fascination and intrigue was really aroused in me. And it got me thinking because like, where did that first idea come from that these shouldn't be together? Where did that come from? And as I, as I thought about this and I tried to like look back in my life, pinpoint where does this, this super judgmental, restrictive, imposing idea come from? And I thought about how I was as a child, like maybe around age 10, 11, 12, and thinking about things like this, I would have thought that was so ugly because I had this very strong idea of categories and that everything had to be right in its category. Otherwise it's ugly and it's wrong. And I was also, I I remember being extremely judgmental of people's appearances, which, and this carried on up until, yeah, probably past high school, you know, up until probably mid twenties, extremely judgmental of appearance. And the flip side of that is that I had intense anxiety about my own appearance because you can't. It's, you can't have one without the other. <laughs> you can't be intensely anxi- anxious about your appearance and not be judgmental of other people. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, yeah, it was so, it, it was kind of confronting remembering these things. Honestly, it was really confronting And I felt a little bit sick and I imagined like flipping back into that headspace just real quick. And like the thought of that just made me want to vomit. (laughs) You know, I just thought, oh, I couldn't think of anything worse than going back to that headspace. Like just take a moment right now to think of your consciousness now and how far you've come. The different things that have happened to get you believing what you do in things that are beautiful and, and true. Like we've been on such a journey, you know, and I don't know where that, that judgmental mentality came from. I I have an idea that it was affected, increased, you know, cultivated probably by education because everything is so fragmented and categorized and measured probably has something to do as well with having uh, my home life, you know, being um, dysfunctional because like with, with a dysfunctional family unit, you've got a lot of confusion about what you are and what, what we stand on, 
you know, so you're kind of left floating and then like things like judgment and having to measure up can really seize you in a way that may not, you know, it may not be so um, imposing if, if you knew who you were and what you, what you were standing on, what life was about. Like I know all these things have to be learned and I don't resent any of it. Honestly, I do not resent any of it for a minute because I absolutely love where I am now and where, where I feel like I'm going is just the most wonderful. I couldn't even put into words. I've just got a big shiver just talking about it. I just feel so excited to have arrived at this place and be still traveling this way, you know, excited for the next discoveries and just going from breakthrough to breakthrough is just the most exhilarating experience that really just keeps me so buoyant no matter what's going on in my life. Yeah, and having all this to share, being able to be vulnerable, for you to still be listening right now, (laughs) that's amazing. (laughs) I know I've probably gone right off track on a big tangent. I wasn't even actually going to talk about Instagram, but I have anyway. (laughs) So let me tell you about what happened. Uh, So I was posting every day and making a reel like some of these were those lip syncing ones and some were process videos and I'm really excited to share what I've got about yeah making um process videos for for reels because that's really powerful for artists anyway um yes so I didn't see much change in the first week And I actually started leaning in a bit more to my TikTok account, which I had started and I post a few reels that, you know, I just have them from Instagram. So I just post them on over there. And I originally only got TikTok because it had different effects that I could use to make my reels in Instagram. So I was never really serious about it, but I kind of just thought, oh, well, if Instagram's algorithm is really down, then you know, maybe I should just post a few more things over on TikTok and have some intentionality about it. So I started digging around for old videos that I hadn't posted on TikTok yet. And yeah, I found a couple and just spent about, you know, 20 minutes editing into a 60 second uh, TikTok video that, that I thought would be engaging And one of those just went off. It just like it's up to, well, for me, you know, I I know that people get a lot better than this, but um, it's almost up to 100,000 views and it's got, I think, 15,000 likes and like well over 100 comments. And, yeah, so I saw that um, this had got in the main, it's called the for you page. It had got on there and that's where 99% of the engagement came from it being on the for you page. So that was really quite thrilling. <laughs> I thought, Oh, I haven't felt like this since my Instagram posts used to go off back in 2018 or whatever it was <laughs> such a long time ago. Yeah, so that was that kind of, you know, that was a little bit of something, a little fling on the side. So I've just been like I haven't had any more posts do that, but 
yeah, it, it was interesting because figuring out how to engage with people over there gave me a little bit more of an idea of what I want to bring to my Instagram reels, you know, because this is all about communication. What are you saying? Are you saying it with the best effect possible, the greatest effect? And if if the idea of this is just exhausting to you, then, you know, don't worry about it. Like figure out your motives for having an account to start with, like start there. And then when you've got that under control, then you probably won't be so exhausted by the idea of um, tinkering with your expression in your posts and trying different things, uh, yeah, just in your reels or whatever format you're sharing with. Um, yeah, I've found something that I enjoy creating with process videos. And I think that it's probably worth making a class on this and, you know, actually going into it and showing people how I, yeah, how I edit for maximum effect. So yeah, hopefully I do do that at some stage and I've got something to share with you. But yeah, it was after a week, I saw that my engagement was slowly, like my account wasn't going backwards anymore. It was just kind of, yeah, like staying. And I noticed there were more comments and I got a couple of commissions. So there was a little bit more life happening, you know, in the feed. I just felt yeah, it felt like something was coming alive there. And then on the third week, that's when I noticed I was growing again. The account was growing again, which felt good. And they say that you can't really trust the analytics, the insights. And the best thing that you could do is just show up authentically with vulnerability, give value, make connections. Who are you and how do you connect? What have you got to share? Because this is this is going to be powerful and, you know, really hit people in a way that others can't because it's uniquely you. So lean into that. And, yeah, give value. Give value. Sometimes giving value means sharing a bit more about yourself and where you're up to, what you're hoping for, what you're dreaming of, giving other people encouragement. This one is huge. You know, whenever you're missing something, I heard Eckhart Tolle talk about this years ago and it, you know, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> Whatever you're needing, pour out on someone else. Find someone else who needs it more than you, who has less of this thing than you do and pour it out on them and you will open up the channels for your own overflow. I don't know how it works, but it does. It absolutely does. And I think when we're looking out just for ourselves, we kind of separate ourselves from the collective, from from the abundance of the energy that's just overflowing wanting us to grow and develop and and become the best version of ourselves. We, we shut ourselves off from that. So to open yourself back up to that again, you pour out on other people. You pour out on someone else. You think, what's the most effective thing that I could do for this person? 
you know, what, what are they really needing and just um, employ all your faculties to this? Like what's, what's the best that I could suggest here? And is there something I can do to encourage? Is there something that I can see that is, you know, that's got great potential or that's um, really inspiring maybe just to me with my unique perspective? Because that's really powerful. When you get feedback from people that touches on particular things, so powerful. So try and do that as much as possible. If you've got time, just like go through go through your your um explore feed and just choose posts that that you feel something for and try and say why. Like why do you feel this about it? That's just so empowering and uplifting and beautiful. We need more of that. We have got enough people just wanting to be admired and, you know, worshipped. We've got enough of that. We've got enough of these perfect-looking people um, being all perfect and and getting praised for it. We've got enough. We need, we need real people. We need real stories, real expressions coming from where you are right now. That's what we don't have enough of. And that's what is powerful. That's what helps us all come alive. And that I really, I I believe that that's really the only motive that's going to take you anywhere worth going is to, is to want to be contributing to the collective. If you want to uplift other people, you will be uplifted. We all rise together. This has really become, yeah, my motivation for having an account is wanting to spread this vital contagion of of, um, creative truth and, and identity, the value of your unique identity, unquantifiable so brilliant, so worth refining. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've come to the end of it. I hope that ramble was, (laughs) I hope there was some nuggets in there for you. If there were, I'd love to hear about it because, you know, encouragement and feedback. (laughs) So empowering and sorry about my burp. I'm not even going to edit that out because, that's the other reason why my last post got, you know, stopped everything up because I got interrupted several times and it needed editing and I just felt, yeah, I'm not even going to listen back. I'm just going to delete this. <laughs> and here we are. We've broken through. So, yes, today's our day. Have a big, deep breath. Give gratitude for the breath. This is remarkable that we've got everything that we need to just take that breath, you know, again and again. Put your hand on where you can feel your pulse, you know, put it on your neck or somewhere and just feel your pulse, that beautiful heart just beating without any, you know, when was the last time you gave gratitude for that? (laughs) That's amazing. That precious heart just beating away. (laughs) And like how silly would we be to to get distracted and go to sleep with being intimidated, you know, um, 
straining under all this anxiety and confusion when that heart is just beating away, the breath is filling your lungs. We can do so much better. There's so much more for us. Yes. It's going to take some intention. Bless you, darling heart. Thanks for listening. Share this if it's um, been of benefit to you. I appreciate you so much and talk to you next time.